So a couple of days ago, last week, we went, uh, a little over a week now, we went for a walk up in the, the forest, up behind the, the house there. And uh, for some of them, it was the first time in the forest. So I was trying to explain how to navigate the way through the forest. And I realised, actually, you can't, unless you've been there, because there, there are three parallel roads. And only if you've been on them, you know what they look like. Otherwise, it's, just, it's another road of trees. So you can't describe it. it you, there's nothing special about... There's nothing that, one is down in the valley, one is halfway up, and one goes kind of around the top of the mountain. But unless you've been on them, you just you don't know where you are. Okay, so and, and I thought actually I can't explain what the how you'll know if you're on the middle road or how you'll know if you're on the top road. You just you know. Uh, and I knew I learned because I deliberately went up there and got as, as lost as I as, as I could as often as possible. I had to kind of find my way out. That's how I, I I've done all those little trails up there to try and find out where everything is. And it's very interesting when you find yourself lost. If you've ever been lost. Uh, if you're ever driving in a foreign country, especially if, especially if there's a foreign language, then you feel even more lost. And you turn a corner and you actually have no idea where you are. Uh, but you have, a, you have an appointment, you have to get there, so you have to move. But you have no idea which direction. And if you're wrong, it means every kilometre that you drive or every step that you take is now a step in the wrong direction it's very interesting to find yourself lost and when you just you don't know you don't know where to go you don't know what to do right I think anybody who's done a bit of scouting and all of that when you're lost find something to orient you something that you recognize right if you're in France if you're in Paris look for the Eiffel Tower then you say, well, the Eiffel Tower is there, so then I know where I am relative to that. You know, find something. You find a summit. You find a river. You find no point finding a tree unless you're in the Sahara Desert, okay? Because a tree will, in Ireland, uh, there was once a lady gave me directions. I kid you not. She said, drive out of town, and she said, take Riley's Road. And I said, right, which one is Riley's Road? So everyone knows where Riley's Road she is. Everyone knows where Riley's Road is, she says. And I said, I'm not from this town, what? And it's actually called Riley's Road anyway, it's called the Dublin Road. Okay, and how long do I go that road? Stay going till you come across the big tree. And I said, did you seriously give me directions based on the big tree in Ireland? So I drove, and by the way, it was dark. Did I mention it was dark? So it was dark. I don't know how many, I, that's, a, that's a sizable tree. How big is big? How big is a big tree? Like, I mean, so I drove, I don't know how many trees, I, I got completely lost. Okay, but uh, so don't give, don't orient yourself with random things like that. How do we, if we get lost, how do we find our way back? We have to go back to something we knew. We have to find something that was solid, something that doesn't change, something that doesn't move, and reorient ourselves based on that. And in in the spiritual life, there are a number of those kind of things. I mean, those kind of pillars, if you will, that don't move. If we get lost in the spiritual life, where do we go? Getting lost in the spiritual life, uh, it, I think it, 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 seems, it seems like it could easily happen, and, and it can, it, it absolutely can, but it isn't for want to signposts. Getting lost in the spiritual life is not for want to signposts, because the, the Lord is there, and the Lord is with you, and the Lord promises, I will not leave you orphans. Right? I, uh, lo, I will be with you always. Yes, till the end of time. So the Lord is always there to lead us back. 
If we get lost in spiritual life, it's not for want of directions. If we get lost in spiritual life, it's because I don't want to take the direction that the Lord is indicating. So when we get lost, like we, it's, 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 just, it's so important to, just to run back to what we know. To run back to what we know is solid and dependable. To run back home. To run to the church. To run to the arms of the Father. To run to the teachings of the church. To run to scripture. All of these things. All of these things will guide us home. To run back to the Father. Another one of those indicators or, or, or helps to reorient us can also be the advice of someone else. If your brother does something wrong, reprove him. And if he is sorry, forgive him. Okay, now we've put ourselves into the shoes of both people here. So, if you're the one receiving the correction, so you're doing something uh, which may be wrong or maybe just is being misunderstood and someone reproves you. So they say, look, cop on, leave it off. What are you doing? What's all that about? Why are you, why are you at that? Give it, give it up, would you? And they may be, they may be, they may be wrong. It's in maybe what they thought you were doing, you weren't doing at all. They may be dead right. They may be right that maybe what we're doing is actually, is actually harmful. And if we trust that person, then, then we know that their advice is, is worth following. But then there's the other side. There's a situation where you might see someone who's doing something that, that hurts them or, or, or doing something that's, that's, if you will, spiritually dangerous or, or maybe irresponsible in their relationship. or Their, their behavior is, is, is somehow, it's, it's not going to end well. And there's a God in the eyes of man towards themselves. It's not going to work. Now, it is very easy. Uh, it, this used to be, I think, a, a, a bigger problem in the church. Not so much today. Uh, but it, it, it is easy to climb on one's high moral horse and command what everyone else needs to be doing and what they need to change and, and Bishop Fonzie here in this diocese um, he was talking to us recently and he said you know when he became bishop uh, this man came to him with I think it was a 14, 14 pages of stuff what you need to do now bishop and he had it all laid out what you need to do with the bishop now and the bishop read through it all in his company and said okay pick any one of these things here how do you want to help me do that well, that's not my job at all. Try not the bishop, said the fella. You know, it's dead easy to tell what you need to be doing, what you need to do. Anybody can do that. That's easy. That's easy. Leading by example, that's hard. And I think it's, it's something that, I, I mean, I always want to be aware of. Before I ask anybody to do anything, I want to make sure I'm doing it myself. You know, because again, it's, it's easy. What you need to be doing now, you need to be praying 14 rosaries a day. That's what you need to do. Now, if I'm only praying one decade, that's just going to, I don't know, it's going to feel so hypocritical to say that. You know, even if I, whatever, if I recommend someone goes to confession, if I recommend someone goes to mass, if I recommend someone prays more or forgives or whatever, and I know that I haven't done any of those things. I don't know, I, I feel it. I feel if I'm about to say something that I don't do, I, I know, I recognize that. Like, So then... I think if we see someone who's in a, a situation that is harmful, and this isn't the only thing we do, I think this is a good, a good first step. We should always pray for the person that they'll be receptive to what we're going to say, if we're going to say anything at all. It might necessarily be my responsibility to say something. But if they are, we must pray for them first that they'll be receptive. Otherwise, it can just, you know, 
I mean, if you, do, if you preach the truth with a sledgehammer, it tends not to be very effective. You know, we can batter people with the truth, but we must present it in a way that's, that's so credible and so beautiful that why would anybody want to do anything else? But, I mean, back in the day as well, people would have been maybe, you know, threatened with hell. Do this or you'll go to hell. And that's better than nothing, but it's not great. It's not great. That's, that means then that we behave, we obey out of fear rather than obeying out of love. And any relationship based on fear, I mean, it, it ticks some of the boxes, but ultimately, like, it's, the heart is missing. So we want to do what we do out of love for the Lord, not because we're afraid of burning. So the Lord wants to redirect us. And at times we get a bit, a bit lost, or we get a bit stuck, we get a bit distracted by something, we get a bit fixated on, on some sort of a problem or, or there's some issue. It just seems to be, that's it, that's it. Like, I'm never, I'll never get over this. Whatever it was, if it's, if it's the, uh, an illness or someone's death or some addiction or struggle, and you say, Lord, look, that's it, that's me done. I'm, I'm never going to get over this. And I might feel like that's it. Like, handbrake pulled, I'm not budging from here. I, w- I won't be able to. And the Lord is gentle, and he does wait, because he knows we're fragile. So he can wait, and he can wait years. Not ideal to keep him waiting, because you don't know how long you have. But he can wait, and he does wait. He goes out in search of the, ninth, of, of the, the one lost, he, the, the sheep. He leaves the 99, comes in search of you. So we're never alone. We're never, we're never absolutely lost, unless we choose not to listen to the Lord. And he'll speak to us, as I said, through the teachings of the church, through scripture, or through someone that he might send into our lives. So the question isn't so much, if I get lost, will I have direction? The question is, will I follow that direction? Because if the Lord's advice is, stay going. If the Lord's advice is, forgive and let go. If the Lord's advice is get help because this particular addiction or whatever you're struggling with this is going to hurt you and your family if that's the Lord's advice will I follow it or will I say I can't or I'm too weak or I'm too lost or I'm too low or I'm too small and I disqualify myself from getting back on the right track the Lord is looking for you and was looking for you way before you started looking for him So Lord, we ask you today, for anybody here, anybody listening at home, who might be feeling a bit lost, Lord, we ask you to help us open our eyes to see you, to see you present there with us, to see you in our struggles and in our difficulty or in the darkness, because we are never alone. We have your word for it. 